Welcome back, guys. This is uh, Jason Shawcross for the Fantasy Football Sackos. If Alex sounds like he's recording in a tin can, it's because he is. Uh, Alex is traveling for work for his big boy job because Alex is a big boy. And uh, we're, uh, we got one podcasting on the road this week, but hats off to you for showing the dedication to the show. To still make time for me. Yeah, I'd like to apologize to everybody for not bringing my microphone and having to put up with the sound. Sorry. My bad. Didn't bring my mic this week. Mainly because I didn't want it to break and uh, I thought I would have to check it because I was flying on like one of those small little tiny airplanes. I will say though that this is really great because I came down to Mobile, Alabama to check out the Senior Bowl. It wasn't actually to work, and so the jokes I knew, I'm actually going to expense my flights uh, to the Fantasy Football Sackos account, so thanks. Well, we are broke. Newsflash, I don't know if you knew that, but if you expense anything to us, we might declare bankruptcy. So, I look forward to seeing your bill and the end of the Sackos. Bummer. So, if you don't hear from us next week, then you know why. (laughs) Yeah, we're... And it has nothing to do with us taking a couple months off because there's nothing to talk about. It has has nothing nothing to do do with with the fact that the Super Bowl is literally this weekend (laughs) and that there's no football after this weekend. It's because Alex put his uh, work trip on our expense account. So hats off to Alex, the accountant, doing what's best for him, moving money around. Those shysty CPAs, man, never can trust them. I should have I should have expensed the trip two years ago. This never would have happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this joyride would have ended two years earlier. Oh man. My wife would be happy. Mine too. Golly. All right. We are so far off topic. We're talking Super Bowl props, ladies and gents. So uh buckle up. It's gonna be a fun one. Let's do it. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Sackos Podcast with your hosts, Jason Shellcross and Alex Krobe. Let's go! Fantasy football is basically over, but it's the freaking Super Bowl, baby. We got Super Bowl bets. We talking props. You know, we got all the props. We, I mean, call Alex Mary Proppins, you know. Go for forget about it. It's gonna be great. Yeah, my umbrella. Mary Proppins, uh, baby. Jason, the NFL is having their award show ongoing right now. Aaron Rodgers was just named the MVP of football, even though he said he would never get voted for. So, well, he literally gave it away though at the the freaking uh, golf tournament. What is it at Sawgrass in Arizona? They introduced him, was it yesterday or whatever, as three-time MVP, and he's like four, four, four. So he gave, he gave it away. But Yeah, what a whiny little bitch. Uh, TJ, <laughs> TJ way, Watt. I, he didn't deserve to win, did he? Yeah, I think he did. Uh, I, I personally would have liked to see Tom Brady get it. As, yes, that's, uh, that, was, that was my vote. Yeah, I, I, Rodgers, I think, is probably more valuable to his team. But... Uh, yeah, just I would have preferred Tom Brady to, to win it with uh, 5,300 yards and 40 plus touchdowns as a 45 year old. TJ Watt, defensive player of the year. 
Jamar Chase, Chandler, uh, Chandler Parsons, uh, Micah Parsons as the defensive and offensive rookies of the year flipped. So uh, we're, we're wrapping down the season. We have some props to talk about, just general football. If you're listening to us, it, it, people have been talking about this game for two weeks, probably very sick and tired of it. So we'll, we'll make this quick for you guys. I, I have a couple of things to run by Jason from a gambling perspective. It's funny because my, my gambling app doesn't work because it has geolocation services on it. And it literally nice. won't let me, it, yeah, it literally won't let me access the props that are posted. You can't even look at them. Right. So I was just like going off of what I could find online. Uh, and hopefully I'm assuming it's probably close enough. Can you believe how far gambling has come that ESPN has a prop bet cheat sheet on its freaking website? In this day and age, like I never, ever would have thought ESPN would put gambling on its website, let alone an entire sheet of prop bets that also includes cross sport props with the Super Bowl as one of the sport bets. Like you're making parlays as bananas, bananas, millions and billions of dollars uh, on gambling. It's it's really, really, really crazy. And quite frankly, it's a little bit sad. Like it's part because nobody ever wins. House baby, house wins. Right. All right. So Jason, Jason, what, what's going to happen? So currently, uh, currently the Rams are minus four. They opened at three and a half. The line's been going up and down between four and a half or four points uh, here. I personally bet on the Rams when it was minus three and a half. Uh, it went up to four and a half. So I was happy getting the half point. Uh, I'm pretty confident that you like the Bengals. So. Do you try to bet it the other way if it gets to five? I would try to try to pigeonhole it. Yeah, pigeonhole Maybe. it. And then that way yeah, that's your hedge. And then hopefully you get right in that, that little secret sauce of right in the middle. Yeah, maybe. Probably not. I, I like the Rams a lot in this game. Just mainly because of their defense. And I, I know Joe Burrow has looked somewhat invincible, but that offensive line's bad, and the defensive line for the Rams is really good. And Joe Burrow got sacked. I, I, I've been basically a broken record this entire postseason, right? Hey, I'm worried about the Raiders. They're going to sit on Joe Burrow. Hey, I'm worried about the Titans. They're going to sit on Joe Burrow. Hey, I'm worried about the Chiefs' defense. They're going to sit on Joe Burrow. I've always gotten sacked a lot. They've found ways to win, but like the Bengals' offense hasn't been wonderful them and super reliant on Evan McPherson and their defense has been just good enough. It's not like their offense has been great. I mean, I want, I want to say and give you a definitive reason why it's the Bengals. Like there isn't one. There's not, they have been the underdogs the entire postseason. They will continue to be underdogs in this game. They're, I mean, again, it doesn't mean, it's not a sure thing. The Rams haven't won the game. The game is not over. Are they the most likely to win? Yes. Are they the most likely to cover that spread? Yes. At what point, how high would the spread have to get for you to go the other way? Like if you didn't have your bet on the table already, would it, Six and a half would would you go the other yeah. way? Yeah, honestly, I, I feel like that's about right because I think the Rams win by a touchdown. I, I I get that it could be a close game, but I I I just 
think the Rams' offense is that much better. DVOA has uh, Cincinnati at 17th, and I believe the Rams are at 5. Like, I, I just think that there is a significant talent gap, and, like, the coaching gap, I, I think, is significant. The Ravens, or the Ravens, jeez, Louise. The Rams have been, they were just in the Super Bowl two years ago. And the Bengals have literally nobody on almost, I think there's maybe one or two people that have ever played in the Super Bowl before. Like, that matters. The, being able to adjust to the coaching matters. McVay's been there before. He's talked about how Belichick outcoached him a couple of years ago. He wants a shot at it. Uh, Aaron Donald, like, he wants to go down as one of the best defensive players of all time and basically says that the only thing he hasn't done is win a Super Bowl. Cooper Cup, Stafford, like, Joe Burrow's going to have a lot of chances down the road probably at this. It just kind of feels like it's the Rams' time. Yeah, it definitely, it definitely does. I really do think that. I think the only way that that the Bengals win is if Stafford turns the ball over. It's the only way. I I think that's the only way. I think you're talking at least two picks from Stafford to make it close, close, and just some freaking bananas plays, but out of. T. Higgins and Jamar Chase. Yeah, because I, I don't think they're going to be able to run the ball either. No. And Von Miller, day, Aaron I mean, Donald, I mean the Bengals. Yeah, like I, I just Bob Clark, Bob Fo- no. Floyd. Yeah, I, I just don't think that they have yeah, enough. Leonard Floyd, no way. And and you're going to have Ramsey basically limiting one half of the field. So I just don't. I just don't think it's a good matchup for them. It's not. I mean, they're a little weak at safety, I guess, with Eric Weddle playing back there somehow. But yeah. but he's a but but Burrow's not going to have enough time for for them to be running those routes that far down the field. No. So that's that's like the equalizer. Yeah, their safeties aren't good. Maybe you know the back uh, back eighth of their defense isn't good, but like. Is it going to matter when one of those three guys is on him within a second and a half? Like it, it might not matter. No. So I think we're both taking the Rams to cover. And even if the line moves to five, I think we're probably both still taking the Rams side. It's, it, it's not going to move. I mean, there's, like it's not going to go above four and a half. I don't think. Uh, I would be shocked if it dropped back down to three and a half. I think it's going to sit between four and four and a half. That's where it's been for two weeks, and, and it's going to stay right there. And I, the Bengals are going to take the points. They have a better kicker. McPherson could kick like a sixty-yard field goal in this game, and I wouldn't be surprised. And maybe this is the game that their offense puts it together and scores touchdowns. But I would, I would just be surprised. So, I think a lot of people looking for props and making bets and stuff for the first time are going to go to some of the more easy-to-find prop bet sheets and places. Can we talk through a couple of those? Yeah, feel free to fire them away. I probably can't see them. I have seven or eight written down that I, that I like as, uh, as potential plays. First off, coin toss. Heads or tails? What are we doing? Uh, tails. I believe both are minus 104, uh, which is... 
just the antithesis of, of gambling, right? Like you can't make that even money on both sides. You re- you have to take a small chunk from both sides at minus one Oh four for heads or tails. <laughs> that right there just goes to show you why gambling's so stupid. This is that exact example. Well, then probably the stupider one is Mickey Guyton singing the national anthem over under 95 seconds. I don't know who that is. Mickey Guyton is an African-American country singer. Uh, And the only reason I preface her being an African-American country singer is because one of the songs that I, well, the song I think she's most known for is Black Like Me. I... I don't know. I I will be, I will be drinking something. Okay. I hope. So I'll give you a little, uh, little stats on how long it takes to sing the national anthem. Oh God. This is, this is why they call them listen to the sackos for this hard hitting analysis. For the last 11 Super Bowls, not one single national anthem has been sung in less than 95 seconds. They have all gone over. <laughs> Every single one for the last 11 Super Bowls in a row has been longer than 95 seconds. Okay. So then over. The reason it's at 95 seconds is because evidently Mickey Guyton sings the damn song so fast that they call her Quickie Mickey. So I'm not I'm not touching that one. Okay. I'm just saying. So she has a reputation for singing it fast. That's why it's at 95. It's even odds both sides. I don't really have a dog in this fight, but I feel like you don't fight with history. So I'm going to go with over 95 seconds myself. All right. I will. I will take the under in, uh, in honor of Quickie Mickey. All right. We actually should track these. <laughs> We don't have to. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Um. All right. So now, I think we got the 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 a couple of the silly ones out of the way. We'll. we'll I think I got some more for later. But Tucker, great. Do you do you think that the score is ever tied again after zero zero? Uh no. Okay. No is minus 120. Yes is minus 110. It's a fun, fun little bet. What will happen first? A sack or a touchdown? Both are minus 115. A sack. I think so too. I think sack definitely. If the Bengals get the ball first, Burrow's going down on the first possession before they score a touchdown. Matt Stafford passing yards, 280 and a half. I like the over. Okay. That's minus 125. Touchdown passes by Stafford over under one and a half. I like the over. Minus 210. Yeah. Cooper yeah, Cup that's... receptions, eight and a half. That's a lot. Uh, he is really fun to root for, though, in those catch props because he's going to get 10 plus targets. It just depends on if he's going to have the catches, right? Well, he has a chance to set the all-time record for most receptions in an NFL postseason. So, 
and he damn well could do it. I hope he does. Uh, OBJ over under five and a half catches. Um, under. I like the slight under, um, but keep in mind, and I was going to save this for later, but I'll drop it now. And I mean, just a couple of weeks ago, in a championship game, he had nine catches on eleven targets for 113 yards. So, like, he's been really great for the Rams. He he's really been has been outrageous. Team scoring the longest touchdown. Uh, I like the Bengals. Oh, completely. If Jamar Chase gets free for one. Or even yeah. T. Higgins from 30 yards out. Longest catch by Cooper Cup. Over under 28 and a half yards. That's a lot. I'll probably take the under. Cam Akers rushing yards. 64 and a half. I like the under because Daryl Henderson Jr. is back. Oh, uh, Daryl Henderson is irrelevant. It's Cam Akers show. I don't think so. I think you're wrong. All right, fine. I'll I'll bet you straight up over under or who has more rushing yards. Are you going to say Daryl has more than Cam? I'm not going to say that. Okay. I just think that that between Michelle Henderson and McVay's kind of said they're going to ride the, the hot hand. And if Cam Akers has fumbling issues, they're not going to give him the ball in the second half. If they're up. Okay. First touchdown of the game, passing or other? Uh, I like passing. Minus 175. Uh, I mean, that's a safe bet. Alex is safe. Makes sense. Will either team score three straight times, excluding extra points and two-point conversions? No. I agree. Who kicks the first field goal? McPherson. Joe Burrow, total passing yards, 276 and a half. I'll take the over on that, too, because they're going to be behind it throwing. Yes, they will be. Total touchdown passes by Burrow, one and a half. Under. Whoa! You're really not expecting a whole lot out of them. You... No, because they like to, they're not afraid to give the ball to Mixon down at the goal line to let him run I think they will be when Aaron Donald's staring him in the face. I'm not going to disagree with that, but I, uh, I I think, I think Mixon will probably score. Uh, Receptions by Jamar Chase and T Higgins. Both of them have their lines at five and a half. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised to see them both have six catches in in this. Um, then you would take T. Higgins at plus odds. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I said this earlier, and what he had one catch against the Raiders, but he really is the guy on third down. It seems like they he's such a big target across the middle, and and Burrow kind kind of get away with throwing the ball up a little higher to to him. He's yeah. got more of a catch, catch radius, and I mean, I, I like that, especially if they are throwing a lot, which I expect them to be. Okay. Will there be a missed field goal? Uh, no. Okay. 
I like this. And then I'm going to pivot now to establish the run has uh, published their favorite fun prop bets for the game. Okay. First up is Adam Levitan. Uh, the prop is total made field goals. Three and a half. Uh, I like the over. So the over three and a half is plus 130 and you can get it at Caesars. Uh, Anthony. I, I like the over. Yeah, I do too. I mean, with McPherson in the game, absolutely. Anthony Amico, special teams hardo. The prop is Trent Taylor. Total yards of longest punt return. Longest punt return, six and a half yards. Under. Uh, the over is plus odds, plus 100. Also, it's Caesars. CJ Uzama. Yeah. He's going to play, probably. It's looking like it. He's got that knee injury. Uh, he scored multiple t- touchdowns a couple times. He has. He, he also hasn't practiced yet, I don't believe. The prop is CJ Uzama, two plus touchdowns. No. No, thank you. I plus 4,400. I would be very partial to every. This is probably going to blow up on me. I'd be very partial to all of his unders because I can see him suiting up, getting out there and realizing it's it ain't working. Um, or if he does play, it's probably going to be for a half because that's a long halftime and he's not going to be able to, like those drugs are going to wear off. Yeah, but you could put two bucks down on that, get 88 if it hits. I mean, I don't yeah, know. I get it. Total players to have a pass attempt from Kyle Daly. Total players to have a pass attempt at two and a half. Yeah, so you have a potential Odell throw, right? And uh, he, he's done that in the postseason already. I believe he did it against the Cardinals. People have trickeration up their sleeve. Cooper Cup, Tyler Boyd did it. Odell did it. Wildcard Weekend. Johnny Hacker. I <laughs> I will take the under. I'm going to take the over at plus one seventy five. Any team to kick a game-winning walk-off field goal at the end of regulation? No. Yes is at plus 500 odds. Been, been every, uh, every playoff game, it seems like. Can I, can, can I hit you with a couple? Yes, please. Yes, Queen. That, uh, that I will probably be betting on. Um, and, and just doing my research. Sorry if these odds are slightly off. I I like a Daryl Henderson Jr. anytime touchdown. Uh, it's plus four eighty. Um, he had he had five during the regular season. He had five last year. He hasn't played in a while. I would not be surprised to see him get a goal line carry. No, so, no, he won't. So plus four eighty. Just, just a small play for me. If he, if he gets in the, t- if he gets in the end zone, it's a five yard plus play. It's not a goal line. Okay. 
Um, other other props that I like, and I'll kind of leave my my favorite one for the end. Uh, Matt Stafford over thirty five and a half attempts during really the, during the postseason. His past attempts have been seventeen, which was against the Cardinals, where they just destroyed them. But then against the Bucks, he had thirty eight, and against the Forty ers he had forty five passing attempts. So over under thirty five and a half. I, I do like the over on that number. Same thing with Joe Burrow. His over under attempts is also thirty five and a half. Uh, exact same as Stafford's. In his three playoff games that he's played, he's attempted to throw, uh, or he's had attempts of 34, 37, and 38. And keep in mind that also includes getting sacked multiple times. So, you know, they are calling, what, 45 pass plays a game by the time you factor in his scrambles and things like that. So uh, really like both of those overs for attempts. Uh, I, I'm not sure either team is going to be able to run the ball all that well. Speaking of running the ball, uh, and this is a, a very, very small one for me, Samaje Pirine's over-under rushing yards is two and a half. Uh, during the postseason, he only has one carry for two yards. But I would not be surprised to see him get a draw rush. Uh, you know, after Burrow gets sacked, they're backed up in in their own territory. It's third down and, and 16, and they run a draw play to Samaje Piran, who is their third down back. He has multiple catches in, in, I believe, every game, but it wouldn't be surprised to see him get that draw to get a couple yards uh, for field position. So I, I do like the over two and a half yards for Samaje Piran. Thoughts on any of those? I think a lot of them are bad. I think the Piran <laughs> one is probably the worst. You might as well light that P Ryan money on fire. If you're going to, if I thought I had you teed up, man, on this little baby rushing prop that you, when you said rushing prop, but it's not who you think, I was like, oh, fuck yeah. We're going to talk Matt. I thought we're going to talk Matt Stafford rushing yards. Oh, we're, we're getting there. Okay. Well, the bet, the bet is five and a half. It's coming. It's five and a half rushing yards is the prop for Matt Stafford. And I personally think he's going to smash it. Yes. So that was my favorite. That's, that's my favorite bet of the weekend. That's your favorite bet of the weekend. How do we have the same favorite bet? That's literally my favorite, favorite bet. He, his rushing yards in the three games so far has been 22, six and eight. 36 and yards. And he's hit over five and a half yards in each. Bazinga. Yep. So 15 even if you're wor- rush attempts. In three games. Even if you're even if you're worried about the the kneel downs at the end, I he will scramble for at least ten yards in this game. Well, you know what the the the, the, the whole season is on the line. Everything is on the line in this game. They're going to claw and fight and scratch for every single yard that they can get. They're not going to be sliding. There ain't no wimp stuff. Every inch matters in this game. That's what she said. I also don't know how it's possible that we came up with our same favorite. Like, quite quite frankly, it makes me upset. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, I already brought up Eric Weddle once. Eric Weddle, MVP odds. 
Oh my god. <laughs> no. Guess, guess, guess what the plus odds are on Eric Weddle MVP. Uh, he's probably he's probably sixty to one. So what plus six thousand? So Eric, more than that. Eric Weddle is at plus thirty thousand. So he's three hundred to one. Plus thirty thousand. Do you do you have a dollar? Can it's I, still not worth it for a for a buck. To win three, is it to win three grand? Three hundred? No, no, three hundred. Yeah, nah, still not worth it. Man, okay. Uh, first play special. Either quarterback to get sacked on their first offensive play. <laughs> is it first pass or is it first play? Either quarterback to get sacked on their first offensive play. Wow, you can't take that. Plus twenty five hundred. They're both going to run. Plus 2,500. Evan McPherson, MVP. Yeah, I looked at that. It's plus 4,000, right? No, it's plus... You can get it plus 15,000 on DraftKings. Oh, it's that high? Yeah. I saw it much lower than that. Um, that, That's not out of the realm of possibility. I like that a whole hell of a lot more than I like Weddle. Uh, touchdown scores, OBJ scoring the first touchdown and T Higgins scoring the second <laughs> FanDuel so, plus 10,000. That's so stupid. <clears throat> Please don't bet on any of those. Time that the final play of the game is completed. 10, 14. PM and 59 seconds Eastern or earlier. What the hell does that mean? When the last play of the game is played, you can bet on the time. It's either before or after 10 15. Um, I would take the over because I think there's going to be a lot of incomplete passes. There you go. Rams total sacks three and a half over. That's plus odds, by the way. You can get that for plus odds on DraftKings. Oh, my God. That's my favorite bet. Yep. First sack, Leonard Floyd, plus 1,200. I might put $100 on, on that over three and a half sacks. Three and a half sacks? You got a DraftKings account? No, I hope it's available on what I use. That That is a lock. The Rams were seventh in the NFL in sacks per game at 2.8. So that's why it's a plus money bet. But the Bengals obviously has their biggest weakness being the offensive That line. is a lock. So the Tennessee defensive line piled up nine sacks in the divisional round. You gotta think that they're going to get some freaking pressure, man. A lock. I mean, at plus odds especially. A lock. Plus 105 on DraftKings. Rams total sacks. Uh, Evan McPherson over seven and a half points is minus 120. I will probably be throwing a little sprinkle on that. It's uh, two, two field goals and two extra points. 
Okay, I guess. Yeah. I was thinking three field goals. Okay. But yeah, two field goals, two extra points. Okay. You yeah, get there. Three, three gets you there, too. Um, Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. Jalen Ramsey MVP. I like a couple other Rams before I like him. 100 to 1 odds, MGM and DraftKings. Because they're not going to throw at him enough. I more or less agree, except, I don't know. You don't think Joe's going to look down the field and say, ah, Jamar's down there somewhere? Maybe. <sighs> I, I would much prefer to take Odell Beckham Jr. as MVP plus 2,500. So it's 25 to 1 odds. He's a big red zone threat for Stafford. Um, it, if you're going to take two touchdowns, like, so Odell's to score two touchdowns is plus 850. Or you can bet on him to be the MVP at plus 2,500. I'd much rather bet on him to be the MVP than to score two touchdowns because if he scores two touchdowns, he's going to be the MVP, probably. Unless it's staff, like, unless they just give it to staff. Right? I, I could get that too. But I, I like Odell at plus 2,500. I also like Aaron Dar- Donald at plus 1,200. Uh, so he's 12 to 1. If, if he had two sacks and a forced fumble or something like that, um, and the Rams end up scoring like 24 points, it, it's possible they, they would give it to their best player and, and one of the best players in the league. Yes, sir. Also, uh, did you notice that I on our Twitter account I blocked Aaron Donald? No, why'd you block him? Because no Bengals players could will be able to this weekend. So I just wanted to, to pretend like I was an NFL player. <laughs> You're an idiot. Thank you. <laughs> Number of songs sung at halftime. Is Nine. he under like seven? <laughs> Nine. <laughs> Nine songs. If if they start with uh, with "Lose Yourself" by Eminem, that would be wonderful. I mean, it's what like three or four different people. It's going to be obscene. They're going to play a shit ton of songs. Yeah, I think it's more than that. So you don't have an opinion on it. You just like it. Yeah, that's a lot. I'll probably take the over. <laughs> All right, now the the most important prop, the one that everybody gambles on. Alex, Gatorade. When it's all said and done, what color is the Gatorade going to be? I don't care. Come on, man. Why? Why? Why are you such a fun hater? Is it, it? It's because it's because. It's be- it's because accountants use the right side of their brain and the right side of their brain is numbers and statistics and math on something and trends and the left side of your brain is creativity and fun and fucking random Gatorade colors and and you're uh, so far on the right side of your brain no dabble I would get no joy from being right about 
that bet. Like, well, that's where you're wrong. Because I'll tell you what the bet is. It's blue plus 400. You can get it on DraftKings. I don't care. Now you can get orange at plus 200. But the athletic actually ran an interview with a former Gatorade executive who stated that Gatorade, uh, the Gatorade used in the winning bath is not only selected by Gatorade itself, but is also intentionally randomized. So how do you, so how do you make an educated bet? Well, you look at the winning bath trends. Orange has been the winner of five of the last 12 years, but blue has been the winning color in two of the last three and in three of the last seven. Before 2015, however, blue had never won. In data dating all the way back to 2001, but it's because of the growing popularity of blue Gatorade in the U.S. Further confirmed by Gatorade itself as a representative of the company cited internal sales data in December of 20, which named Cool Blue as the most popular flavor of Gatorade in America, followed by Fruit Punch. Lemon lime, glacier freeze, and orange. Now, to the untrained eye, you're gonna say, "Oh, cool, whatever. Doesn't matter. Those are all. That's all even odds." But let me read those names again: Cool Blue, Fruit Punch, Lemon Lime, Glacier Freeze, and Orange. Two out of those five are freaking blue. So it's not twenty percent odds. You got forty percent odds. Blue's the way to go. You're plus 400. It's also the team color of the home team. And they're the home favorite. It's the most popular color of Gatorade in the U.S. You're going to cash. It's going to be cash money. Blue plus 400 odds. Go get it on DraftKings. Have a little sip sip. Maybe put something in it while you enjoy. And so you hate yourself when you go back to work Monday morning. It's blue Gatorade, homie friend. I'm, I don't know what to tell you. I think that was the most analysis you've done since like week three this year. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even stand you. <laughs> like, I've never heard more in-depth analysis from anybody about anything ever. I don't think. <laughs> That was unnecessary and absolutely terrific. It was fantastic is what it was. All right. So then what else do you got then if you hate that so much and you can't get out of your right side of your brain? No, I have nothing else. Matt Stafford over rushing yards and Rams over sacks and and Rams over sacks. Three and a half sacks is crazy. It's crazy. Probably the the two I'm going to be playing the heaviest. Uh, I, I, I just want it to be a high scoring game honestly because they're more interesting than low scoring games I feel like the last couple Super Bowls have been a little more on the boring side even with the, like the even with the Chiefs being in it you know no Brady no Mahomes for the first time in what feels like forever so it's it's fun I, I think I've 
ga- outside of gambling aside, I want the Rams to win because they've done it differently than most teams. They've traded first round picks. They've traded draft capital. They've, you know, they basically tried to put together a, a, a team of studs. And I just love them being aggressive, and I want to see more teams try to do it. I want to see more teams trade their first round draft picks to get established NFL players. Like you have no idea who the Jaguars got for Jalen Ramsey, but you know Jalen Ramsey's damn good. Like trade your picks and get, and get good players, and that's what they've done. And I want to see them succeed in doing that route. And I want other teams to do it. I just think it's the right way to build a team. It's it's not a like, and yeah, they're going to be hosed at some point. But I like them going for it. Yeah. You think they're going to get hosed at some point? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're going to be way over the cap and have, like, they don't have a first-round draft pick for the next, like, four or five years. But I absolutely love that they did it. Yeah, they definitely pushed all their chips into the middle. I mean, I don't know. GMs these days can solve a lot of cap issues by converting contracts to signing bonuses, but I think it's going to be interesting to see and I hope that they do end up keeping Odell. I bet he probably wants to stay and play in a large market again and not be on a shit team with a shit quarterback. Yeah, so at one point, so the Rams the Rams have not had a first round pick since 2016. When they That's took off, uh, and they've traded, they've traded every pick since then. So even 2022 traded for Matt Stafford. 2023 they traded for Matt Stafford, so they don't have one. Like I just, I just like it. They, they traded their 2020 and 2021 first round picks for Jalen Ramsey. Like just go for it and get your guy. That's what the Bears did with Khalil Mack. It really hasn't worked out all that well, but. I like them going for it because the misrate is the the misrate's so big on draft picks. Because yeah, we got Khalil Mack, and then you know he had a couple years with uh, Adrian Amos and Kyle Fuller. But then what did we do? We got cheap, and we didn't resign those guys. And then we just have this mediocre defense with Akeem Hicks and Khalil Mack sitting on it. You still got Bojack in the back, but damn, did he look average last year? Like it's two different teams being doing the same thing one much more efficiently with much better results yeah but <laughs> hey just just keep going for it my props aren't over damn it oh god <sighs> all right how long how long will the post game show be? what will eminem wear on his head at halftime Nothing is plus 150, a hat is plus 200, a hood is plus 250, and a do-rag or bandana is plus 275. Are you... You're not going to pick? So... I refuse to make a selection. Then an easier choice is probably whether or not uh, yes is favored, by the way, on whether or not M- any of Eminem's performance will be censored. 
That's um I don't even know if they're gonna be singing. Because wow. they're so afraid of that. It's probably all gonna be lips. Okay. All right, so no then. Um okay. yes, no. All right. So what about the color of Snoop Dogg's shoes? Blue is the favorite at five to two. However, odds are running up to sixteen to one for pink, and there is a gray silver gray or silver value choice at six to one. No, we're not gonna fine. <laughs> Fine, then I leave you with this. I leave you with this. Alex, Super Bowl. It's called Super Bowl what? Sunday. It is on Sunday. To be said first in a Michelob Ultra commercial. Dude is at minus 200. Jesus is at plus 150. You can what? bet on Jesus as an underdog on Sunday. In a McLob Ultra commercial? Yes. Yes. What is the first word said in a Michelob Ultra commercial? Dude is at minus well, 200. Why Jesus. Would either, why would either of them be mentioned? Jesus is plus 150. On Sunday? All right. But like, Why? You can also bet Matt Damon whether or not he will feature in a Matt crypto Damon. spot uh, to whether a rocket, the moon, an astronaut, or an alien will appear first in any commercial. Did you see? I, I have seen the General Motors commercial with uh, Doctor Evil in it. Which yeah, yeah, which yeah, made yeah. me smile. Evil. Nice. Mini me, you complete me, just the two of us. We can make it if we try. Okay. Just the two of us. You and I. Okay. Oh, man. Well, that's all the hard-hitting analysis I have in me (laughs) for tonight. So... Thank you, everybody, for listening to 45 minutes of this. I can't even say <laughs> congratulations uh, that I remotely thought end. it would last this long. But uh, I think we're looking at a potential mini break hiatus after this. And I think we're going to regroup, recuperate, regroup, and come back with some really freaking cool stuff for... Uh, the next fantasy football season. Yeah, ready to do it. Looking forward to it. Uh, enjoy the Super Bowl or the big game. Sorry, I don't know. Can we even say that? We're going to get sued. We might get sued. Maybe. Hey, before I just curiosity, what is what's your food of choice for uh, the Super Bowl? Uh, my wife asked if she could make pigs in a blanket. Dude, that is which, awesome. Which the answer to that is yes. That is de- always because, yes. Because they're freaking delicious. The little Parmesan sprinkled over the top of them. Mm. Uh, 
So looking forward to that. Wow. Uh, I always enjoy pizza. Side note, did you know that, so Pizza Hut got rid of their hut crust or like their hut seasoning on the crust? Really? Yeah. So when I went into the app, I don't know, maybe like three or four weeks ago, I was, I was going to order a pizza for like the divisional games or something like that. And I went into the into the website to order the order the pizza, and they didn't have the hut crust or the sorry the hut seasoning to put on the on the crust. And so I actually called a restaurant, uh, one of the stores, and I was like, "Hey, what the so I I noticed flip, that this, I noticed that this isn't an option." And they said, "Yeah, they got rid of it." And I said, "Doesn't everybody put that on their pizza?" And her response was, "Yeah, pretty much." And I was like, "Why did?" So I didn't order a pizza. It, I was, I was very disappointed. Very disappointed. Yeah, so, the, the spices are probably going back and forth on a boat from China. They're sitting outside of the port in Los Angeles. Couldn't get them in. I need my hot spices. So I, I, I do like pizza. Uh, wings are always a good option as well. Mm. So, uh, and my my favorite option is Catholic. Yeah. Yep. I'm. Uh, yeah. A nice a nice cola or two. I think is going to be called for getting through that game. I I hope you lose every single nickel bet you put down. And I can't wait for that Gatorade to be blue. I'm going to text you when it comes out blue. That's that's fine. I'm actually going to block your number for the next four months. So. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to pay my phone bill. You spent it on your trip to Alabama. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Closing down shop. Oh, man. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Hope everybody has a great Super Bowl and uh, stay safe and healthy. And yeah, hope to see you all back next season. You're number two. We made it. We made Thanks for it. listening. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Fantasy Football Sackos podcast. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the FF Sackos.